Packers Daily with Jason Mertides. And welcome to your Wednesday, February 17th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. Flyers finally back on the ice. God, it felt good to just see the news clippings of players back on the ice in preparation for practice. Not all were there. We'll give, I'm not even going to try and explain it all to you. I'm going to let the men that make the decisions and know the exact protocols and the general manager and the head coach, them explain it to you. Uh, for those people that get annoyed by hearing my voice sometimes, um, you have that in common with my wife, number one. Number two, uh, you're not going to hear a lot of it in this episode because I'm going to bring you two interviews. Uh, first and foremost, the general manager, Chuck Fletcher, his uh, availability from yesterday, really explaining what the past week and a half has been like for the Flyers, what they've had to go through, the quarantining, not just of players, the entire team was essentially under quarantine to try and make sure that this outbreak was limited in scope, especially comparatively speaking to what happened with the Buffalo Sabres and the New Jersey Devils. Uh, it seems as if that may have worked, although knock on wood, uh, you never know, it could rear its ugly head again. And then we're also going to hear from, after Chuck Fletcher, uh, Flyers head coach Elaine Vigneault. So uh, a lot of really interesting information in this very unique time, uh, not only in our world, but in, in hockey and in the NHL, as these teams are, are navigating unknown uh, territories at every turn. So here's general manager Chuck Fletcher addressing the media yesterday. Is, uh, why Coots, uh, Aubie Cabell, JVR, and Myers were not on the ice today? Yeah, that's the... Uh... You know, what we sent out prior to practice, um, obviously we've been in a league mandated quarantine for the past seven or so days, seven, eight days. Um, however, not every player has the same quarantine start date, depending upon various factors, contacts, uh, et cetera. So uh, we have a group of players that were eligible to return to the ice today, and we'll have another, I believe, eight that uh, will be allowed to practice tomorrow. So you're saying Coots, those four were in quarantine and were not allowed to practice today? Our, our entire organization has been in quarantine for the last seven, eight days since we left Washington um, based upon uh, some of the positive tests that we received there. So we've obviously our facility has been shut down, uh, they've postponed games, they've canceled practices and and uh, we were advised to stay away from the rink for a while. So the entire team has been in a league-mandated shutdown or quarantine uh, since, since the trip to Washington. But not every player has the same quarantine start date depending upon uh, their contacts with other players who may have tested positive. So, you know, after going through the process of contact tracing, we've identified a group of players, which is the players you saw on the ice today that were eligible to return to practice today and and another group of players uh, eight of them will be allowed to return to practice tomorrow hi chuck uh, just Charlie. talk talking about a uh, practice today i'm not sure how much detail you can go into here but i guess why was today deemed to be the day when it was i guess safe for you guys to, to bring guys back onto the ice no, that's a good question um you know obviously again coming out of washington uh, we had some positive cases. The, the league uh, shut us down and, uh, you know, obviously we postponed our, our games and canceled our practices. And, and uh, you know, yesterday was a day that initially we were told we could return to practice. And uh, we actually had all of our players and, and staff do POC testing yesterday morning and nobody was allowed to enter the building until 
they had returned a negative test. So I think we had initially had felt that with seven negative tests, we could have some of our players return to practice. Um, we had additional conversations yesterday morning with, uh, you know, various medical and health officials and, and it was determined, you know, I think jointly that the smart thing to do would be to wait to day eight, which uh, again, for the 15 players that practice today um, uh, was today. So, you know, even though we had seven negative tests yesterday, it was probably smart prudent to, to wait one additional day to today. So these group of players uh, were able to get out there today. And then again, another eight will be able to go tomorrow uh, due to the different quarantine start dates. Chuck, can you describe how kind of unsettling this whole thing has been for you guys as a team? I mean, it's got to be concerning to have all those tests. And I mean, you even have, you know, immunocompromised players on your team like Oscar. Uh, how worrisome has this been for you guys? Well, I think there's always a high level of anxiety when, uh, a virus is potentially spreading through your team. I mean, obviously everybody's human. Nobody wants to get sick. You're, you're worried about your family. Uh, you're worried about your teammates. You're worried about yourself. So, you know, I think we've all gone through a lot the last week. Uh, clearly, we have some players who have tested positive. We, we have some players that are also in quarantine. And, uh, you know, the good news is uh, over the last four days, we've had one player added to the list and we've had one player removed from the list. So. You know, you can never say you're out of the woods, but certainly the last four days of, uh, you know, we've we've seen a positive trend, and uh, we're hopeful that, uh, you know, we can continue to continue in that direction and get back to playing here Thursday night. Hey Chuck, um, uh, hey. just to clarify, so you're expecting a full roster then for uh, Thursday and then Sunday, and uh, any update with the coaches? Was Elaine uh, and and Tarion, um uh, are they available for coming back or whatever? AV's about 10 feet behind me. Just oh, good. Okay. To get away from the mic so he can speak to you guys. Fair. Uh, no, we, we will have uh, every day is a new day, Ed, uh, after what we've been through the last week. Our, our hope is that we will uh, obviously have a full roster for Thursday and Sunday. I think Bill Daly's described the process as day to day, which is accurate. Uh, from our standpoint, but you know, we, I believe there are 15 players on the ice today. We expect eight more to return tomorrow, which would obviously allow us to have a full roster for Thursday, and and then over the next week or so, hopefully, we'll get a few more players back. So, uh, you know, we'll do the best we can. We'll put the best roster out that we can, and uh, we're just excited to be back uh, practicing and and looking forward to hopefully playing a game on Thursday night. Uh, I was just wondering, last Tuesday, could you kind of just take us? through what that day was like in D.C. and just kind of how it transpired and then how you guys got home? Yeah, I mean, obviously, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday were crazy days. You, you're uh, testing, testing a lot and waiting for results and and just hopeful that, uh, you know, the virus isn't spreading uh, uh, through the team. Um, you know, we were able to... Uh, Again, avoid some uh, some damage, but certainly we had some players test positive, and and that's a difficult thing to do. But it's you know it's tough when you're on the road. Um, it's a lot easier, I think, when you're at home, maybe to control and contain some things. Certainly, you look at this facility here, the the skate zone. You know, we have a, an awful lot of space to to physically distance, and uh, we have two dressing rooms that we can use. We have two medical rooms. We have two. Uh, change rooms, two sets of showers, a, a massive weight room. So, 
things are a lot easier, I think, on the road than, uh, sorry, at home than uh, versus being on the road when you have buses and uh, you're in smaller dressing rooms and, and you're doing the best you can. But, uh, you know, we, uh, we tested twice on that Tuesday. We tested in the morning and everybody that tested uh, negative was allowed to, to get on three different buses to travel home. And I believe we had about 12 people on each bus and, and uh, did the best we can. Uh, you know, we did the best we could to physically distance. And, um, but clearly uh, once the virus is in your group, it, uh, you know, the results aren't always desirable. Yeah, Chuck, if you just clarify something, when you say you expect a full roster Thursday and Sunday, you mean numerically, you don't, you don't necessarily mean that the players on the COVID list are coming off, correct? No, we'll be able to put 18 and two on the ice. Right, so numerically. And the second question is, can you please explain the taxi squad? Uh, the AHL listed some players that went from the Phantoms to the Flyers yesterday, and that either gave you eight or ten. Uh, but I think a couple guys now are off the taxi squad. Uh, is it still six, the maximum, or does that increase when you have COVID cases? Yeah, the six can temporarily increase. I mean, essentially, if a player that's loaned to your taxi squad um, it's required, you know, to have a period of quarantine or, or isolation due to the COVID protocols, uh, then you can basically exempt that player temporarily and replace that player. And, uh, you know, right now we have, obviously our entire team has been in, in um, quarantine, as I mentioned, for the last week. We have other players that uh, because of COVID or contact tracing with COVID are either in isolation or quarantine so uh, there's a lot of moving pieces uh, right now and um, you know clearly uh, there's a lot of work on a day-to-day -day basis for Barry Hanrahan he's in constant contact with Sean McLeod and 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 the people at Central Registry and uh, you know making sure we're roster and cap compliant on a daily basis and and yet we also need to have enough players to practice and play so uh, you know we will we will make sure that we're you know, in compliance, basically, but, you know, the last couple of days and uh, it's certainly been challenging and the next couple will be challenging, but we'll find a way to get there. Did you ever get an indication from the league about uh, the, the Tahoe game being in game? Uh, not to my knowledge, Stephen. No, I mean, obviously I've been in daily contact with Bill, with, with Bill Daly and, you know, the whole emphasis has just been on the health and welfare of our players and uh, making sure we're doing what we can to, to uh, keep the, the players that have contracted the virus isolated, keep other players in quarantine, keep our facility shut down. Uh, I talk to them on a daily basis about uh, what our test results are when we receive them. And we've just been working together to, to kind of get to this day that we are now where we're back practicing, albeit with a smaller group. Um, but the, the whole focus has been on getting back and getting ready for Thursday and, and all going well. That's what we're hoping to do. But uh, we didn't have any of those conversations, no. Um, Sam Carcitti asked a really important follow-up question to Chuck Fletcher there that he said he could field a full roster coming up for the game on Thursday. The clarification was, that doesn't mean all your players are available. And Chuck Fletcher said, no, we'll be able to field 18-2. and two. Who those players will be on Thursday night? Uh, remains to be seen, and we'll see what players we'll see what players get back on the ice coming up today in practice, and then obviously tomorrow leading into that game against the New York Rangers. So uh, it looks like we're on course to get the Flyers back on the ice and get uh, their season back underway. And the head coach Elaine Vigneault may have to put some new faces in the lineup 
with guys uh, still not available because of COVID protocols, despite the season uh, restarting for the Flyers uh, coming up tomorrow night. So here's the head coach addressing the media yesterday on the challenges of a shortened roster and much more. Hey, Sam. Hey, V. I know you can't be specific with names, but do you expect some of the players that are on the COVID list now to be available on the Thursday? Uh, no, no. You don't? Okay. No. And challenging it is for you to incorporate some of these guys from the taxi squad uh, you know, into the lineup that have not uh, played with the team before. Well, I mean, it's an opportunity for them to, to get a chance to play. And, uh, you know, some guys have been waiting for that opportunity for, for quite some time. And now because of our situation, uh, because of – uh, players that are under the, the COVID protocol, there's uh, opportunity. And, uh, you know, guys are going to have to jump on the opportunity and, and make the best of it. We should have a, a full practice tomorrow with our, with our group that's, that's available to us. And uh, that will be the group that's going to play uh, against the Rangers on Thursday. So <clears throat> might have, you know, different possibilities. I could dress, uh, you know, six and twelve or, or seven and eleven. Uh, we'll see how practice goes tomorrow. You know, basically, uh, we I haven't seen anybody for the past week. We've been in in, in lockdown, uh, so uh, other than coming in in the morning, and uh, some days it's one test, other days it was two. We've just been in and out. Originally, I thought that we'd have more than. Uh, one full day of practice to get ready, but uh, that was changed uh, yesterday. And uh, it is what it is. And what it is is full team practice tomorrow, morning skate on Thursday, play Thursday night. So we got to be ready for that. Hey, Lane. Um, just asking a question about the logistics of everything. Obviously, you guys haven't been on the IS, uh, you know since early last week. Were the coaches in contact with the players, you know, over video chat, anything like that to uh, – you know, to keep communication up with regards to being ready to play once things were cleared, or were you guys pretty much out of contact with everybody until the last couple of days? Yeah, no, I've uh, stayed in touch, especially with uh, the players that uh, got COVID or, or uh, were um, in close contact and were considered, uh, you know, COVID possibilities. So, uh, as an organization, Chuck and I and, and my assistants, you know, we've obviously been keeping in touch to see how the guys are feeling. Um, fortunately, we've had some that uh, have had very uh, minimal symptoms and some that, that have had no symptoms at all. So uh, we've been fortunate that way. Uh, and the other guys, uh, you know, we've been telling everybody to to stay ready. We didn't know how long this was going to be. It was going to be seven days, eight days uh, a full two weeks. So, uh, you know, whatever you can do from your your own home and uh, you try and stay safe. We didn't know how exactly how this was going to unfold, but uh, now we're good to go. We need to put 20 healthy skaters on the ice, which is what we're going to do and go from there. Yeah, just just one more question based on what you uh, you mentioned a few minutes ago about coming in for tests. So, again, more logistical. So, do you guys, even during this this week-long lockdown since you've been back in the area. Do you guys have to come into the facility to get tested at the facility and then you go home? Is that how it works? Exactly. We came in every morning uh, between uh, 9.30 and 10.30, uh, depending on some days, like I mentioned, some days we had one test we had to do, some other days we had two. 
came in through the front door. There was an area had locked out, uh, did our testing, got back in our vehicles and went home. That was uh, what uh, the mandate was from the legal. We've been, we've been following all the protocols and we've been following everything to the letter. I'm not exactly sure how this came about, how unfortunately got a case that led to two that led to, to obviously more. Uh, but uh, somehow it happened. Uh, uh, you know, in our group, uh, one of the guys that uh, I thought put the most, I'm not going to name his name, but put so much emphasis on the mask and washing his hands and uh, doing all the right things, uh, social distancing. And we have no idea how he got COVID, but he still got COVID. So uh, let's hope that the ones that do get it stay stay healthy, which is which is what it has, has happened so far. And let's hope that uh, this is it and we can get back to playing some hockey. We've got four games that we've got to make up in a very condensed schedule already. Uh, we've got basically a very limited practice time to get ourselves ready for Thursday. And then we got to fly five hours to Lake Tahoe to go play a, a noon game. So um, not a lot of time, but uh, it is what it is. Like I mentioned a few uh, minutes ago, and we got to deal with it, and we got to deal with it head on. Hey, Coach, um, I'm glad you guys are feeling okay. Um, to that end, as hard of a logistical nightmare it probably has been for you as a coach, what has this been like for you guys as, as human beings, just to know that there's a virus that, you know, a lot of people are afraid of spreading through your team? What has this been like? Yeah, no, I think it's without a doubt it's been concerning to to everyone. I mean, you know, uh, our, my players have uh, wives, girlfriends, kids, uh, parents. Uh, obviously, this uh, is concerning to uh, to a lot. Uh, we all have, you know, coaches and management have our own families, and uh, when they hear it from uh, so far away, obviously everyone is is concerned and and they want to to know that uh, everyone's doing all right. So, uh, you know, it, uh, it is, uh, you know, something I, that I, I, I don't understand how it came about, but it did come about. We're following the rules. We're, we're very strict on all the protocols. It came in and now we've got to deal with it and uh, hopefully stay safe and get back to, to playing hockey and uh, get back to playing winning hockey. Uh, I was just wondering um, if you could take us into what last Tuesday was like in Washington, D.C., and just how that, that whole day transpired and before you guys came home. Yeah, I mean, we had practiced uh, the day before. We had tested. But all the tests came back negative. And uh, prior to, we had the two tests that we had to do prior to that game, uh, the rapid test and, the, and our normal test. And... Uh, I think it was G that came back positive and uh, uh, they didn't want to um, to take uh, any other chances. So the game was canceled. We set up transportation the, the, the best way we could to keep everybody safe, knowing we had the results of those tests and uh, bust back to uh, to Philly. So since that time, uh, you know, we've been shut down. We've been testing and, and going home and staying home. And, uh, you know, it's uh, we've been doing exactly what the NHL wants us to do. And uh, hopefully uh, we got it in time. And uh, now the this virus is uh, going to stay away from our team. Head coach Elaine Vigneault addressing the media yesterday. Uh, also Chuck Fletcher prior to that here on this episode of Flyers Daily. Tomorrow's episode, 
We have a special guest interview with Flyers TV analyst Keith Jones. He will join us on tomorrow's episode of Flyers Daily. In the meantime, everybody, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you on tomorrow's episode of Flyers Daily. Oh, wow.